Hey, Siri girl. What's up, Corey? Oh, my goodness, man. We got a lot going on up in this camp, man. We stuck in quarantine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. We sure do. It has been... It what like how we've been we've been on lockdown for what three four weeks three four weeks yeah yeah and it yes like five years so far for me anyway <laughs> yes <laughs> so, I I saw I saw a meme I, there's a couple of memes that I saw that were hilarious it was one that said I wonder if that offer on the on, for my mom is on the table to slap me into next year like. <laughs> Could I get that offer? Uh, and I saw one that said, um, okay, I'm through with my um, my 90-day trial period of 2020. Uh, can somebody tell me how to, like, cancel my subscription? <laughs> That's a good one. I saw one that was just funny. It was, uh, I don't know if it was a gopher or some type of squirrel or something like that, but all of a sudden he's sitting in this really tranquil place in the mountains, right? And it's so beautiful and, you know, tranquil. And you look at it, it's like, oh my God, it's so gorgeous. Then all of a sudden the guy goes, ah! And he just starts screaming really loud. And all you hear is him screaming. He goes, I want out, I want out. And so <laughs> that's kind of how I feel right about now. So right. it has right. really been interesting to say the least. Right. Uh, you know, I thought, you know, it's been a minute. We haven't had a chance to kind of get together and connect. And, and thank God we had a lot of stuff in the pipeline right before all this stuff started. Right. Um, I thought it'd be good for us to get together and talk a little bit about, you know, the coronavirus and some positive things, some bad things, things that are going on. And, you know, hear what our you know audience is listening for and just kind of see if we can kind of add some value to it. You know, I feel like people are, are looking for answers right now because they're just like, oh, my God, what do I do? Right. So uh, I thought it'd be great to get on the phone today and just chat, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I think one of the things that I think I had not done is that I really had not had not admitted how much this uh, quarantine has impacted me. Right. Like how much right. the change has impacted. And I think I've been going through it, like joking about what I have been like, you know, <laughs> having to deal with, with like being a single parent and, you know, I'm laughing about the homeschooling and all the, you know, the craziness. I think the other day uh, he was writing, he had to write his numbers from like say 10 to 15 or 10 to 16. And he got to like 14 and wrote the one. And it was like, you know what? I don't want to do the rest. <laughs> <laughs> but baby, that is not 16. <laughs> right, right. He, he didn't That's even know. He, he wrote the, the numeral one and was just like, nah, that, that four and that one five and that one six. Like, I, I'm good. I'm good. I don't, I don't want to do anymore. And so I think that I had not been like really um, – allowing myself to feel the pressure. It was like, I just kept putting it off, kept put, because it was always something new that was due. So it was very easy to just get on to the next goal, onto the next goal. And then I, you know, I had a couple things happen this weekend uh, on Sunday and Saturday that was like some critical feedback. And it was like, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Like, I just, I couldn't hear anything else. I cracked, I'm near tears. And that's just not, my personality that's just not how I roll if you get me that far you have penetrated and I'm I very much like um I like I like being cool as a cucumber 
I like that. <laughs> but but some stuff happened this weekend that just that pushed that button. Uh. That pierced that armor, and I was I'm cussing, I'm calling folks names, and it just it really it really made me say, hey, Sherry, maybe you haven't really been honest about how you've been feeling. You've been so busy taking care of everybody else, not just Jordan, but I mean the people that I take care of in in terms of my church and other friends, you know, other people that I've called, and they're like, you know, I'm going through it, and I'm giving them encouragement. But honestly, there's nobody calling giving me encouragement. I got to get up. I got to encourage hold me. On, hold on, hold on. We did an episode. I think it was called Self Care. Wasn't that what it was talking about, right? That self care that you need to take care of yourself first so you have a little bit of more in you to give to other people. I think that was our conversation. Right, right, you right, 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 right. You ain't listening to your own teachings. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, so, I thought it's so out there. It, see, it seems that my cup had been empty. <laughs> and, and, and what people called to give me was not juice for my cup. Mm-hmm. But it was them calling to get some more of what I had, and now it was time to give to myself, and um, and it just was, it was just a lot, and 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 everybody's framing it in love. I'm just giving this to you in love. I'm like, how is this love? <laughs> I, I'm not leaving this conversation feeling uplifted. How is this love? Right. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not walking away oh from goodness. this. <laughs> so emotions just, like rage in front of it, right? Okay. Right. Right. Uh, what I'm about to say to you. <laughs> right. Right. And it's like, and so it just really, it really, I'm just quite. It pissed me the hell off. That's just the real deal. It pissed me the hell off, and it was like, you know what? I'm giving, giving, giving. I've made a very conscious choice to be in a profession where. You know, there's a there's a there's a, a a direction you could go where you can make a lot of money, but that's not really why you get on the path. You get on the path because you right. want to make a difference for people and you want to help people. And it's at it's at moments like that when people are calling you with their complaints, mm-hmm. where you have given all that you have, you know the sacrifices that you have made, the trades that you have made that cost your family in order to serve somebody else's family. And it's like, okay, so let, let's talk a little bit about that, you know, because <laughs> real talk, you know me, I'm like, you're good and loose. I'm not going to give you the foo foo side of it, okay? I'm like, look, they ain't serving, it ain't working, you know what you can do. Right. <laughs> I'm like, but look, here's real talk, real talk, though. Right. Right? Yeah, I mean, but that that's, it's, so that's part of what you got to have your head together it's i guess in the business world it's it's that client that's the client from hell right it's that client that is you know demanding for two dollars right and and they're taking more out of you than what they're giving back so no right 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 right, so let's let's talk a little bit about that because i think this kind of ties into some of our principles that we talk about right and Mm -hmm. personal development and and then again we talk about self-talk or excuse me self um um i'm lost my train of thought um you know, taking care of yourself, self right? Care, self-care, yeah, self-care, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. And mm-hmm. so I think that's a big part of our process here, right? So, right. you know, when you have someone who is sucking or taking more out of you, right, than what they are right. giving back, right? right? When's the right time to say, you know what? It's time to be fired, right? You know, right. I say that all the time, right? Because I'll fire a client in a minute, right? Because yeah. I feel at the end of the day. very impressive. Right. It's, very right. <laughs> but listen, it's important, though. Let me tell you why. Because on the bigger and deeper side of this, right, you have to know your value and your worth, right? right? 
And more right. important than that, you have to know your limitations, right? right because if right. you get to the point where it's starting to become detrimental to you, to where your health is involved, where you're getting so flustered and frustrated that you're in tears, emotionally, that's way more information than you need to be giving out. And if you right. can't find a balance with that, and that person, whoever they may be, or people, whoever they may be, right, then you need to find a way to find that self-care. And if that self-care means you need to cut a finger off to save the hand, look, you the hand. Okay, so right. let me just call it what it is, all right? And that's, right. Real, that's real talk, Sherry, you know, because right. I right. believe at the end of the day, like you said, you know, as you're looking at that self-care, you got to take care of yourself. Right. Because, listen, you, you're a single mom. You got a baby to look after. It ain't nobody else going to look after him. So that if you was, can't take care of that, that process, it's a different story. It, it, that, that, I don't know if I've ever felt that more deeply than I feel that now. Right. Like, every, so... what I've been trying like early in the week, just being real practical was like, you know what, let me, let me just buy, they have this service now from, I didn't use Instacart, but they have a service from the grocery store where you can buy the groceries and then go pick them up. And then, and somebody brings them out, out to your car. So I'm thinking I'm doing something. I make this big order. I'm buying everything at the store. They brought me less than a third of what I ordered. Right. And I'm thinking, are you like, Okay. And that's real talk. When you walk into the store, it's like nothing in there right now. Right. Okay. So that's part of it. But that's not the case. I went in like another, I'm going to use a store name, went into another Vons and the the shelves are stocked. Yeah. The toilet paper is gone and, you know, and the hand sanitizer is gone, but the stuff that I was ordering was there. And so it, so it was, I, I, I weigh what it means if I get sick because there's no one, to send him to if I get sick. If I get sick, we both sick. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's just real talk. If I get sick, we're both sick. That's that's or if he gets sick, we're both sick. And you know, I don't have any underlying health conditions. I'm in good health and all of that. So I don't I'm not worried in that sense. But the reality is that that there's a lot of dominoes that fall if I go down. Right. And 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 so I'm always weighing every trip out to the grocery store uh, or every trip out of the house. And to be honest, most days I don't leave the house. I'm I'm indoors most times because it's like I, I can't I cannot afford to put myself in that kind of um, potential trauma, you know, or expose him to that. There's no there's there's no family member for him to immediately go to. And um, and so that I think it was that pressure. And then. There was a lot, you know, getting ready for Easter. Easter is a really big deal. I have never done Easter that's not in a church. Uh-huh. I have not been in church for Easter for years. I mean, like years. And so it was like, how do you, you know, all the pressure of like, how do you create something that is exciting and feels like an event? And like, so you're trying to pull on all of your creative resources that ain't got nothing to do with doing a sermon that's just trying to like turn a video into an event. And so it, yeah. So there's a <laughs> calling somebody giving me a critique on my sermon. <laughs> about to throw up the fingers here. <laughs> Lord, she does I, not I, I wasn't always a saint. I wasn't always a saint. I got some choice words. And, and it just felt like it really, it felt like a slap in the face and, right. and it, you know, when this, when this crisis happened, like my team, we swung into action, but I'm driving the team, right. you know, so we swung into action with, you know, our response, 
um, we have people to look out for because they're people who are financially, financially vulnerable, who, you know, we got to make sure that they're okay, that they're on our payroll and there's nobody that's making a living quote unquote unquote, off of our payroll, but the money we pay them matters and, and they're freaking out because they can't pay their rent or whatever. And, and so it's all of this pressure. And so that, that criticism of, you know, I think the person said, you know, I just wasn't you. I, I'm, I, I didn't feel the love. And I'm thinking I have drained all of the love trying to make sure that y'all have what you need. What do you mean you don't feel the love? And maybe it's like that parent that like they have done everything that they could do to to give to you. And then you come and you ask for one more piece of blood, one more drop of blood. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I, I'm listening to you and I'm hearing you venting. And I've been writing down little things that I saw there that uh, I, I like to kind of, what's up, Jordan? And so uh, that I wanted to kind of talk about, right? It is what it is. It's all good. So, so first of all, you said something about your team, right? And you said, yeah, right. team that, you know, you're the one leading the team and moving the team to the right direction and kind of making right. sure you're leading the ship for lack of a better term. You know, one of the things that I look at whenever it comes time, and we, and we talked a little bit about this when we were talking about the P. Diddy and Ray Dahlia um, time oh, yeah. episode, right? That was good, too. And, and, yeah, and he was talking about, you know, when you're looking for the people who have the actual capacity to do the things that we need them to do, right? And, right. you know, sometimes we can't always be the leader of the ship, right? We're right. supposed to be hiring people and finding people who are supposed to be better than us so that they're helping us expand and grow, right? right. And it comes back to that conversation we always say about the circle of friends that we have around the, you know, is going to equal or equal our income that comes in that time frame, right? And so when you said team, the first thing I thought to myself was, why don't you have right, a team, right. right? Why don't you have a team that steps up to the plate that helps you, you know, deliver the things that you need to do that you should not be the driving force. Right. You should be the manager. You should be the one overseeing it. So, you know, I'm not just saying your team in general, but I'm saying anyone who's listening to the podcast, right? If you're right. sitting here in this time where the markets have done a little bit differently in the, the economic standing, wherever you are in your world, of uh, finance as well as your world of whatever your job is, you should be finding out how well your team is performing, right? This is the true test, right? Because you should be able to call your team up and say, okay, we are pivoting now. And because you're an expert at your level and your job that you do for me, I should be able to rely on you to make something else happen to get us to that next level, whatever that is, right? And if your team is not doing that to me, honestly, that's how I'm looking for a new team. That's just right. real talk, right? Right. So that was team, right? Then you talked a little bit about, then you talked about leadership, right? I think that's a big one because when someone comes and steps up to a leader and says something, you know, that they're critiquing in the loving fashion, right? You need to also realize sometimes I'm get, as I'm leaders, giving you this in love. Yeah, yeah, in love, right? Okay. But sometimes you gotta realize as a leader, right? Our job is so many facets and to move things, right? And how things go. And sometimes we forget 
that when our leaders are doing what they do, it's really up to us to help support them, right? How to help build them up. Because sometimes we need a little bit of that loving care and say, hey, you're doing a good job, leader. You know, at the end of the day, you've done an amazing job to this point, as opposed to, as my mom always said, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem, right? And you right. keep saying the same things, right? How do we then in turn um, fund and build our relationships and get better at what we do if we don't right. constantly get that feeding, right? So we do need some of that, that feeding that gives us some positive insight, not negative all the time. So right. for those of you who are listening out there and, and listening to this process, remember when you maybe are not in the leadership role that your leader does need some support. They right. do need the ability to hear that you're doing a good job or a good job gal or whatever it might be because sometimes we need that recognition, right? We need right. to know that we're making a difference and that we're moving in the right direction. So right. leadership is a big deal. And I think sometimes you need to just have that conversation and be real with your team and say, Hey, look, I'm just going to be, I'm going to talk to you real about this whole process is that leadership, even though I'm playing the role of leadership, um, let, let's, let's flip the real a little bit. All right. Let's, let's right. put you in that leadership role. If you think it's so easy to do, let's right. see how you do. Cause right. I think it's easy to cast stones when you ain't running the ship. It really right. is. So <laughs> That's right. right. Well, you just riding in the boat. Yeah, yeah. It's right. easy to talk about the one with the oars in their hand. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. yeah. We ain't getting there faster. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think, Sherry, you know, a, a couple of things. I, I really believe that, first of all, with the things that are going on in this world right now, the way they are, it's, it's, it's starting to be a new normal, right? And we have right. to figure out how to deal with this new normal. And for right. most people, this is not, you know, something that they've ever seen before, right? You know, I was talking to some buddies of mine on the phone the other day, and we, the conversation came about is how people who have always had to hustle are not having as hard a time as people who have right. always looked for their regular paycheck coming from their right. job. Right. Yes, yes, and because yes, we've yes. only known one thing. We had to go out and kill what we eat every day, every month. Right. If so this is nothing new. Eat. Exactly. So this is nothing new for us. We're sitting there saying, well, we just got to pivot to another process. Right. But at the end of the day, we're going to find a sale. Right. Because right. that's our job. We don't have no other way of doing that. I think right. people who are, you know, there's a lot of layoffs right now. I think I, I can't remember the record number it was, but it was like out of, out of control as far as the job. They market said one in right? 10 was the last statistic I heard. One in 10 people. Yeah, are out of it, work. Might, it might be what, you know, a, a worse race here than that. Yeah, yeah, and what's crazy about that is because people have been so used to having to work for somebody else that required to give them a guaranteed paycheck every two weeks. And now all of a sudden those jobs are shutting down. I was going to one of my favorite restaurants the other day and it was to the point where we could go and pick it up and take it out of there. Now they've shut the doors down because they can't even afford to keep the place going at this point. You right. know I mean? I remember there was a good amount of employees working there now, you know? Right. So right. It, it's a different time. And I think, unfortunately, we have to get creative, right? And for yeah. those people who have never had to get creative, try to make income happen, this is that time we're going to see it kind of come yeah. to another level. Yeah. So that's a, a thought. I think what makes this, I mean, I, I was thinking about this in relation to like 2008 versus now, yeah. um, because I think what is serving me right now versus 2008 uh, is that is exactly what you said, that, ab that ability to pivot. That, abil that ability to hustle, that ability to grind, I think that's really it more than anything else. And I feel like, you know, whenever you have a crisis, you get a new set of millionaires. Yep. And and so, the, and it's really on- And billionaires. Huh? 
and billionaires. And billionaires. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because the prices are Yeah, 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 yeah. Now let's don't call them bees out. Let's keep them bees out. Yeah. yeah, the bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't I didn't want to suggest I was settling for millionaires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Um, but but I, I think that that like and I okay, so if I had to pinpoint anything, it's the the frustration of all the things that are on my plate and feeling like don't waste this moment. Right. Like if I have any fear, not so much the virus, because again, like I said, I don't leave the house. I'm good. Um, but it's the fear of don't waste this moment. It's in the don't. Idea. Yeah, that. Without a doubt. When I tell that drives me. And so I keep trying to like get stuff off my bucket list so that I can like get to the work, to the real work, the work that's going to catapult, you know, me beyond this moment. Uh, and I think that's really what I'm what I'm looking for. I've been, you know, I've been looking at some of the things that like creative things that I've been seeing people do. Um, the one of them is uh, I think I, I I sent you this guy on Instagram. Um, you know who he is, D Nice, DJ D Nice, whatever. Yeah. And just you know, I mean, I'm sure people knew who he was, but I didn't know who he was. And I'm guessing that there's probably a whole host of other people they didn't know who he was. You didn't know who D Nice was. I just didn't. I just didn't. But I, I bet I'm not the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling your card. <laughs> no, 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 no. My point is, is that I, you, we're watching his game go to another level is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Because of his creativity in this moment. Right. Um, same thing. There's a comedian, Ali Sadiq. Um, he is, and he's, he's one of those people that's like, um, Dick Gregory kind of funny. So he's like, kind of like an intellectual humor. Um, and, but street <laughs> he from the hood. And what I'm watching him do is like, he's got the Corona co uh, comedy club, you know, and, and it's cute because he's like, you know what? I just don't want to be rusty when, when, when all this is over, I want to be able to go back and be ready. Like when I got to get up on that stage, I don't want to be starting over, but what it's done though is that it's helped him create community with the people that are his fans who are then running out and going to get more people to be his fans. Right. And so I'm looking like, all right, let's get this wealth habits going. Right. Let's, get this let's do it. Yes. Yeah. You know, what's uh, cool about that, you know, it's so funny to me because everything you just said, right? Like I really believe 100% that this is such an opportunity for the right opportunity. Yes. And I'm sitting there going, how do I make sure I am getting my lion's share of this piece of the pie? Because I know there are several, yeah, there are several people I, out there trying to make it happen. I just like, I ain't got to have it all. I just want a piece of it. Okay. Like, I know it's going to be big. Like, so, I, yeah, I, so I feel like, I feel like all the dudes I paid through 2008, through the dot-com bubble to the, you know, because I, if I'm being honest, like 2008, I was a deer caught in headlights. Like I, that was, I didn't know what to do. And I just literally sat down. And what I got clear on is that what you cannot do is do nothing. Nothing. Like that, that is, a, that is not an That's acceptable choice in itself, thing. right? To do nothing. Right. That is not an acceptable. There's no such thing as do nothing that you've got to get up and you've got to move. And what you made money with before the crisis may not be what you make money with now. Because it, let's say if you have a carpet cleaning business, I, I'm not letting you in my home. So 
where you gonna put the carpets where nobody is going where they don't need it right then so that means that you've got to then come up there's something you have that you got to figure out a different way to create income and you can't sit and say well i'm gonna wait until this is over and then i'm gonna get my business going no you better repurpose those trucks or your cleaning equipment or you know sanitize, sanitize. I'm sanitizing sanitize. right, exactly. right. from the front of your house from the COVID virus, okay? Look, I'm going all around your neighborhood, okay? Would you like a free sanitation in front of your house? There you, you go. Know, there you clean, go. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's so real. I, I feel like that, like that's, I, that's the pressure that I'm feeling more than anything else is because I know that this is an opportunity and I have so many things that are pulling my time that don't feel tied to maximizing the opportunity. They're just things that have to get done because church is still running. Right. So let's talk about that for a second because I I can already hear where your head is at on this process. Okay. So look, so, so I always believe that we, and you and I talk about this all the time, the end in mind, right? We start with the the end end in mind, mind, right? That's what all these dang whiteboards up here are for, right? Yes. right. You know what? I actually, I have my whiteboard, but it's downstairs. Like I want to, listen, I, (laughs) <laughs> I, I peep Corey. No, wait, 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 wait. I peep Corey's bookshelf and the whiteboards. Okay. So <laughs> real talk. So look. But, no, I, whenever I, I go to your house, I'm always like this. <laughs> <laughs> so look, here's what I think in all honesty, because I agree with you, but I think your one issue right now, right, I think is the added pressure of being mommy, right? Cause that's a big part of your day and your time because now you're having to homeschool, make sure you're taking care of your child, getting his lesson. You gotta eat together. food. I gotta eat keep food, him watered you know, and fed. Exactly. And then keep him mobile and, and, and more importantly, keep him occupied so that you can do work. Right. So that's a whole right. other game. Right. Right. So, right. Right. Here's, here's what I'm going to throw out there to you. And I know you're probably already doing this or whatever, but you know, First of all, you got to get my man on a schedule, right? So the point where oh, yeah. you got him oh, yeah. going, a, going yeah. down or going coming up, one of the two, right? <laughs> and at the end of the day, if his time slot that he wakes up and out of the bed by 7, 30, 8 o'clock, you know, then you know you got to be up two hours prior to that so you can get right. your stuff done, right? Right, absolutely. If you're shutting him down at 9 o'clock, you make sure he's down at 9, and you're, set, and you're setting the rest of the evening time that you right. can work up until midnight, 11 o'clock, whatever that is for you to work absolutely. on the other side of it. But here's the thing, Sherry you can't put too much more pressure on yourself that you start to break. Right. right. So take the, take as we the, saw today. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, and so take basically the baby steps that are still moving you towards your goal. It may take you 10 steps as opposed to the one or two big giant leaps that you're able to do when mm-hmm. normal times are around. Right. But just look at the end result and then figure out the baby steps you can do every day, moving right. you towards where you need to get to. Right. So you'll yeah. still get there. It may not be as fast as you normally getting there, but at least you're still moving the direction. Right. Yeah. Cause I think when we put that undue pressure on ourselves, which is what we always do as entrepreneurs. Right. And especially cause you're a lot like me in the sense that we're like, we don't want to lose this opportunity because we know it's there. We see the potential. We see the money. We I, see the, I did not know it was do, there right? in 2008. I really, I thought that there was nothing to do. And and I'm saying this because maybe somebody else is sitting in this moment thinking that there's nothing to do. I thought that there was nothing to do but wait for things to turn around Mm -hmm. and try to survive and not have everything in my life fall apart. 
And, and so our tank, figure out how to think of something different, you know, seriously, the better whatever else is going to do the better. That's exactly it. And it's like looking for new combinations of things, right? Instagram already existed. DJing already existed, but nobody was turning Instagram into like quote unquote club quarantine. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I'm looking at like, what are those like points of intersection? What are those old things that can be combined in new ways that, do you know what I'm saying? That, that, that produce that opportunity. Cause I love what's happening. Listen, I I had it, uh, club quarantine on last night before I went to bed. Like, let me get like a little, like, I didn't get my exercise in. Let me get like a little 10 minutes a day, you know, dancing. <laughs> and I'm saying, okay, Sherry, what is the, what is that idea? And that honestly is my fervent prayer is like, okay, what's my idea? What's, what's that, that part that I'm supposed to take advantage of that is, because I know that this is an opportunity yeah. and I don't want to walk out of this moment having not maxed out the opportunity. For sure. So let's recap a little bit tonight. So I know we kind of went all over the spectrum. Everybody listening going, what the hell are you talking about? Right, 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 right. <laughs> let's talk about a few things. So we know for a fact that we always talk about our levels of principles that we have here. And I think some of the yes. principles that we learned tonight is one, I think self-care. We went back to the self-care part, how important that is to kind of feed yourself and make sure you're being taken care of, right? To make sure that you're available for other people, but you got to be able to have your own self, self-care taken care of before yeah. you can do anything else, right? Yeah, can't get what you don't have. That's for sure. That's for sure. I think we also talked about teams, right? So when you're working with your group and your group is supposed to be there to help support you and bring you into full, you know, fruition, you have to have the right team. And if your team is not stepping up to the plate and they're not doing the things you need to do, uh, that you need them to do, then you need to find a new team. I mean, I know, unfortunately, that's kind of how it is. We look, here's the thing. At the end of the day, your job is to find the right people to make sure your life is easier and better. Cause that's how you get to the next level. That's just real right. talk. And right. if your team is not at that point to do it, then you have to find the people that are there to help you get there. That's right. right. Yeah. And I think leadership, right? We talked about leadership. Sometimes leaders need a little love too, right? We need some recognition. We need to know that we're doing a good job and have someone pat us on the back and say, yeah, you are doing a good job. And that always so quick to tell us what we're doing wrong. Right. right. Um, and I think that's a big part of the process there. Now, did I miss anything? I know those were three things that I pointed out. Anything you had out of that? Well, yeah, but just really uh, recognizing this moment as an opportunity. Opportunity, really it is. Yeah, really recognize that this moment is an opportunity and to have the presence of mind to look for old things that can be combined in new ways. Mm-hmm. I like that opportunity. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Yes, that's I'm it. For my opportunity. <laughs> that's it. Opportunity, opportunity, opportunity. That's it. It's knocking, it's knocking okay? I heard it knocking. Yes. <laughs> is it, it's really here. Like if, if, if this, this is going to sound funny, but when Mayor Garcetti came in and came out and said that they're extending the, uh, the lockdown to May 15th, I was like, yes, <laughs> like, okay. I, thought, <laughs> I got a little more time, a little more time to work on it. <laughs> okay. yes, like I, it's like, I got, I got an extension on my research paper. Like, yeah. <laughs> All right, girl. Well, I'm glad we had a chance to dive into something tonight. I know, uh, you know, we both probably needed some some time away from the world, right, and get in here and start doing what we love to do, which is just chatting, talking, and and sharing some insights. So that was good stuff. And hopefully it helped you vent a little as well. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us on Wealth Habits. This is Corey Chapman and my great friend and beautiful partner, Sherry James. 
Take care, everybody.